Welcome to Wildcat Chat, featuring the many voices of Garinger High School. This podcast features many voices from Garinger High School, including students, faculty, staff, administration, and others. This podcast does not reflect any endorsement or sponsorship from Garinger High School or Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. There may be minor, unedited, explicit content within this podcast at times. The views and opinions that are expressed in this program are those of the speakers alone. They do not reflect the opinions, the views, or positions of any entities represented, including, but not limited, to Garinger High School and Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. Well, as far as like a baseball analogy, right? So you mentioned this, uh, you know, you know we're, I'm a big baseball, right? So baseball. You're, you're a big baseball yeah, guy? I'm a big baseball guy, right? So baseball analogy, right, is, is in the early part of the century, up until the 50s or 60s, we had these beautiful baseball parks that were built, polo grounds, Wrigley Field, you know, places like this. They were designed to be these, these awesome places people go and watch a game, right? Very intimate places. Then came the cookie cutter stadiums, you know, Atlanta Fulton County Stadium, Veterans Stadium, these big mammoth stadiums that were all the same. And now come full circle today, we don't build those anymore because people are like, well, we don't like these multi-purpose cookie cutter stadiums because they're all basically, you know, designed the same. They look the same. I mean, they literally look like cookie cutters, right? All right. So they tore them all down. Now we're back to these, you know, fields that are you know, nice, and they have, you know, unique unique characteristics, exactly. So it's kind of an interesting concept, right? So we kind of go through and we say, okay, do we want education to be cookie cutter or do we want individual, individualistic and unique, you know, characteristics within these programs, right? Garinger had its own uniqueness before it became back to Garinger High School. It was, like, set up from what I heard and from what I read, that it was not too long ago, it used to be like a community college type high school that each building had its own department or whatever. And then for some reason they put it back to a high school, what, 12 years ago, something like that, is what I was reading uh, on the history of our school. Yeah. Uh, and so it kind of, we just need to find our uniqueness and embrace it and like use it to kind of brand ourselves as Garinger and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that one of the big problems with, and in, in this might not be the way that you were kind of taking this, but I think one of the big things that I see as a problem, I see two problems at Garinger. Um, I see number one is parent involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to see, and the harsh reality of, of it is, is that you're going to see low parent involvement at all low-income schools. Um, and I don't know if it's because they're, a lot of low-income schools are having to, they don't have career jobs and so they're having to work two to three jobs in order to pay for the bills it could be um, the lack of father figures in people's lives I don't know exactly what translates to the low involvement um, but I think that that in itself is is one of the big problems because if you for us we call we call the the parent and the parents like okay like your your kids literally has a zero in my class and the parents like 
Okay, what are, what am I going to do about it? Like, and, think, and a lot of times they're working too. Yeah, so a lot of times you know we call they're they're working. Hey, I can't talk right now. I'm working, yeah. and and you try to call them back, and you know, and and so again, you know, a lot of that plays into that. Right? And I think that also like the language barrier. Like, not only do we have a lot of yeah. like. Hispanic students who don't speak English, Hispanic students, but let alone the parents of the students. And I mean, as we're sitting here right now, where we have three male, white males um, who I don't know unless y'all speak Spanish. I don't speak no yeah, Spanish. Yeah, I don't. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh, okay, and and a lot of times, a lot of times, these are first first generation yeah. born U.S. citizens too. So, our, the student is the first generation U.S. citizen. The parents are actually, you know, um, not. You you know they're not born you know in the U.S. so yeah. that that also lends itself uh, to those you know the language barrier there. So yeah. I yeah. think yeah. school culture plays a big part of it too. That was my if, second point. It, well, I didn't mean to jump. No, you're in. good. I didn't you're mean good. to steal your second point, but we don't really have much school spirit around here, and maybe that's my observation. Kind of, we had one spirit week the whole school year, and that was what in October, and. That's the only school spirit week we've had all year, and I think it kind of starts with at the top. Like, school spirit doesn't just start with the kids; it starts at the top. It's got to start with administration, work its way down the teachers, and then when the when the students see, because they watch us every single day, like they're watching us. So when they see that we have school spirit, we are, we're positive about our community, then they're going to have that. Oh well, this is a place, you know, that this is a positive place, so they're going to have that positive attitude and I think for the past couple years we haven't had that Geringer is this in this positivity everything's been focused on well this is Geringer and these are the consequences we've had this consequence view instead of well this is Geringer and this is what we can do right yeah right. it's it seems like we're constantly running from our past instead of looking towards the future that was that was woke right there. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that, was, that was good that was, stuff. That yeah. was deep right there. That was good. Um, but yeah, I I completely agree with Bmail. I think that uh, I think that school culture plays a big part of it. I mean, it, I think that not only are we kind of talking, I, you hit the nail on the head of like this consequences of we're trying to punish people who, who don't do things right, and I think that that's part of education. To the consequences. But does but it have to be, though? I, I think I mean, that, like, I, I mean, the harsh reality of it is, is that, like, if somebody fights it in, like, yeah. if somebody gets into a fight, there needs to be consequences right. to it. Um, That's element of historical theory number one. Life is choice. For every action, there's a reaction, whether good or bad, we call those consequences. Every action we make has a consequence. It's good. But, or bad. What what I'm saying is though is that like I do think that there that needs to be there. That I'm not denying that that needs to be there. But the problem with I think the last administration was that that we focused too much on the consequences and that the only rewards that they got was if they got perfect attendance and that perfect attendance was a bag of candy and a thanks how you doing type thing and it's like it, and it's like that's not that's not a reward. Like right. But also, I mean, there, there comes a point to where you you got to realize there are good things happening all around us. We right. just gotta we just gotta ident you know we've got to identify those good things, and we have to bring those up. You know, we gotta we gotta make those come. The, what is it? The cream rises to the top, right? We gotta bring those out, 
you know, a lot of times we focus, like you're saying, we focus on those negative things and not on the positive enough, right. you know. When a sports team wins, there should be an announcement, you know, hey, they won. That's, that's the thing to yeah. me that just baffles me is that, like, we had two teams this year. We had, I think it was either, no, it was boys soccer, and it was boys soccer and uh, women's basketball who made it to the state playoffs this year. For the first time in I don't know how many years. Um, and the fact that, like, not only did we not really know that they had, like, that it was, like, that they were going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but we didn't even know a lot of times when they won and when they lost. Right. Um, and I think that it's one of those things where the school culture at this school is, is I think, one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Um, but I think that it boiled – I don't know. It's one of those things where it's it's not a – I think the problem with what we're talking about is that it's not a clear-cut – there's no clear-cut answer because no, it's not, not a clear-cut no. – solu- no, there's not there's a not. clear-cut problem because right. it's we're talking problems. about we're talking about language barriers. We're talking about school culture. We're talking about people working. We're talking about attendance. We're talking about all these different things. And so I think that what happens is that we try to focus – so much on like trying to do one percent of each one of those problems rather than trying to eradicate one problem and then focusing once we get done with this problem then we work on the other ones a little bit later why don't we just focus our pd because i've spent countless hours on pd on the past year on like you know this is how you assess assignments well i know how to i know how to assess an assignment i'm a teacher why couldn't we spend a couple hours in pd Here's some Spanish for the classroom. These are commands that you can, you know, this is how you can talk to your students in Spanish. These are some sayings that you can say to talk to your parents in Spanish or, you know, the, I think that would benefit us more than saying, this is how you grade a test. Because I took several education courses in college and one of them was assessment and we had the right assessments and we had the great assessments and, and then we did countless PD hours on like, this is how you assess work and, this is the grading policy. You know, I spent 12, 12, two and a half hours doing a PD on the grading on the grading policy, and then we had to do all those practice assessments. And I'm like, my time could be spent better. I mean, I understand we had a new grading policy and we had to learn it. That was fine. But something that's going to benefit me more as a teacher, you know that I can use in the classroom, I can use to improve my skills that maybe helps cut down on the language barrier. But right. you got right. but I and I don't wanna be I don't wanna be the bearer of bad news, but I think that the problem is is that like like I said earlier, they're trying to they're a lot of these PDs, whether we like it or not, are the same PDs that they're taking it at Audrey Kill, they're taking it at Myers Park, they're taking it at all these places. And so you look at a place like Audrey Kale, or even you look at a place like Vance, who has a very different demographic than us, they might not inherently ha- need to take a want should take a Spanish class right. because they have no Spanish students. And so like I, I think that one of the big problems is, is even extending to PDs, is they're they're trying to treat all the same all the schools the exact same um and i think you're trying to fit a square into a round hole like that that we have different needs because we have different students but it could be a school-wide pd remember last year when we all had to read that book 
and we had to read that book and we had to do that school-wide PD on the book. Like, we could have did a school-wide PD on, like, Rosetta Stone on, like, how to but, speak Spanish but here's to the thing. But here's the thing is that, like, so I saw something in I, – I, I saw something in uh, – it was a TikTok. And it was like one thing that would blow your mind or like most people – it's like a hot take that most people wouldn't believe in. And it was something to the extent of like even if somebody taught you how to do taxes, that, that 90% of people wouldn't want to pay attention to it. And I think that like True. that – we say that for kids. But I think that to a certain extent we have stuff like um, – what? Oh, I completely lost my train of thought. So um, <laughs> let me see if I can find it. So I think that it's – we apply that to kids, but I think that it can be applied to us as adults where there's certain stuff that would be very valuable, but a lot of the time they don't – like we just turn a blind eye to it. Like for instance, that growth mindset because there's no accountability, and that's another problem at the school. There's no accountability for them – for – students or for teachers uh what happens a lot of times is that for for that book that you talked about i did not read a singular page of that book but i knew that if nobody was really going to check me on that book Mm -hmm. and so i didn't feel not only did i not want to read it but i felt like i definitely didn't need to read it because nothing was going to happen like i got credit for the pd for the growth mindset book that I didn't even read. I didn't participate in a single discussion for it. There's a 15-minute TED Talk that the author did on the I'm same making subject. notes. I'm making notes. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You're, you're, you're going to take the PD away from me. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, what do you guys uh, What do you guys think about this this format? Do you think this is a valuable, valuable format? Uh, for podcasts? For podcasting. I think this is a great way for teachers to just – come together and talk about issues that are going on and hopefully somebody out there is listening you know that it'll be like wow i didn't realize that that's what was going on maybe you know if they hear from the inside because you know from the outside it's it's like it's like humans from the outside we look one way but on the inside we're completely different schools are the same way from the outside you know we may look like garinger high school and we look one way but on the inside this is what's really going on and so it's kind of a mirror into the soul of Garinger High School. Kind so of. I personally think that it's a great format. I think I think that it's a great thing for for kids to to have a voice. Not only for mm-hmm. teachers to have a voice, but yeah. for kids to have a voice. Yeah. I mean, hell, even administrators to have a voice. Because um, a lot of times we look at administrators just as kind of robots. We we don't get to know their personality that well. Um, but I would say that one thing that. And, and this could kind of be the next step in the development is if you really want to get this out to kids, then put it on YouTube um, and have a camera set up and upload it to YouTube. Because I think that one of the big problems um, is, number one, podcasts are mainly for like adults to begin with. But a lot of times it's the majority of the people who listen to podcasts are white people. Um, and so – I guarantee you that if I took a poll during my second blog of how many people listen to a podcast on a weekly basis, I guarantee you that I'm out of the 27 students that I have, I would guarantee that I might get one. And, and I think that it's, and I think that like, now according, according to, according to statistics though, 
statistically speaking, that the growth in podcasts is actually coming from this age group. No, don't get me wrong. I do think that the, large, the largest segment is coming I, from. It showed a growth in 2020 yeah. when everybody had nothing to do, so they just found podcasts. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that, like, that they're, it's not growing. But what I'm saying is, is that, like, if you really want to get this to the people of Garinger, then everybody from ninth grade to 12th grade, from white to black to Hispanic, everybody knows how to navigate through YouTube. And so I think that YouTube is something that they've already dealt with. They know what to do. Um, and so putting it on YouTube, this will awesome. allow them to kind of uh, not only hear it, but they can also see it. Right. Um, right. Because it's one of those things where I'm a very visual person. And so if I can see what the it direct, like me waving my arms right now and, and seeing the interactions and stuff like that, I think that that would help out um, and kind of understanding a little bit, not only for the students to understand people like us, the teachers, but for the outside, the, the outside community looking in. Right. Awesome. But, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, participating in this. You know, uh, this is, you know, something that uh, I think is beneficial yeah. and, you know, continue these. So um, anyway, we've got Mr. Brandon Miller here, Mr. Jacob Miller. We usually don't do last names, but since we're all teachers. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you know the difference between the two because yeah. half the time n nobody knows which Miller's which. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I, yeah, I get. I only do because I'm in the 300. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I get emails from administration talking about Brandon Miller. Yeah. Email gets. I get his emails. Yeah. They it, put wow. his stuff in my box and they put my stuff in his, in his box. box. Wow. Yeah, they still don't know the difference between the two. But hey, it's still. Miller. Yeah. Well, the close, closest person I had was Mr. Long. That was the closest person to my and name. He's so. retired. So. He's retired. So, yeah. okay. All right. Everybody have a great day and uh, thank you for listening. Have a good one, y'all. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Wildcat Chat and the many voices of Garinger High School. The views and opinions that were expressed in this program are those of the speakers alone. They do not reflect the opinions, views, or positions of any entities represented, including, but not limited, to Garinger High School and Charlotte-Mecklenburg Schools.